A house is made of wood and stone, but only love can make a home. Welcome to the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, helping you make your home into one you'll love even more. Here are your hosts, Dan Hansen and Betsy Thompson. Well, good morning, everybody. Good morning, Betsy. Good morning, Dan. We are doing something that we I we've never done before. By a no, long shot. We've taken this show on the road before, but never quite to this extreme. Right. We are literally <laughs> sitting in a parking lot at a mall. Have you noticed the people driving by wondering what the heck is going on? <laughs> I wish here? people could. Well, the people driving by can see. I wish the listeners could. We're sitting in a Ford Transit <laughs> Connect, which is right off the bat, not the world's coolest vehicle. And it's in a really odd tan color that I have never seen a single yeah, other I've vehicle. Yeah, I've never seen another vehicle like it. No. We're in a very prominent position in the parking lot, <laughs> holding microphones and talking. And everybody who drives by stops and gives a big long look i wish we had a light that said radio show or something on air yeah we've got nothing anyway we're out on the road we've taken the show on the road yeah and really for one main reason we are promoting on foot we are promoting our upcoming turn design on its head event yep which is coming up next week Mm -hmm. and next week wednesday to november 13 we have the diy edition of the show Yes. And it is going to be really great. We have changed it up from last year. Mm -hmm. Benjamin Moore is coming to somewhat talk about the color of the year. Yeah, it'll be a brief little thing that they're going to do. They have changed their presentation to be a little more engaging. Yes, I I would agree. Yeah, Yeah. so we'll have that. We'll have kitchen trends, Mm -hmm. things that you're going to see in kitchens in the next two years. Right. We're going to talk about... Oh, just some very interesting things about how you can break outside of the the box that we sometimes put ourselves in when it comes to decorating. And then we're going to have tons of product information and tons of great uh, products out there. Great American Spaces is going to have like a shiplap. It's a... A distressed wood for your walls. Yeah, there's some shiplap, there's some barn wood, there's all different looks that you can get. Pub, I think, is one of them. It's a very cool product. Yeah, they're going to be there talking about their product. Mm-hmm. And most importantly, we'll have wine and really good food. And some prizes. Yeah, and I don't know what the event sounds like to people who haven't been there, but it is not like a home show. No, It is not, not like a... What a, like an expo or anything like that. It no. is more like a gala event. Yeah, a little bit. It's a nice dinner. It's just a lot of fun. Great presentations. Right. Really, uh, just a ton of fun. You want to be there. Mm-hmm. Tickets are ten bucks. You can get them online at design twenty twenty dot eventbrite dot com. And that's bright b r i t e not right. b r i g h t. Or you can go to repcolite dot com, and it, there's a link right on the homepage. Right. If you come to the event, you're going to get a ten dollar repcolite gift certificate. That's basically going to cover that cost yeah. of, the, of the ticket. Yeah. And at the end of the show today, we're going to give away 10 pairs of tickets. Pairs or pair? Pairs. It's pairs? I That's how so. you say it? 10 pair? 10, ten pair. pairs. Ten it pairs. really doesn't matter. We're giving away <laughs> 20 tickets. Now everyone knows what we really sound like. 10 people will win them and they'll each get two two tickets to go. Right. So... That's coming up later. What's what's going on today? 
on our uh, On the Road special, which explains why we sound a little funny. Yes, because we are sitting in essentially a tin can. Yeah, we don't have all of the studio effects to make us sound as amazing and professional right. and tall there, as we might sound. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> about that. Um, we actually stopped by Home Repair Services in Kent County earlier today, and we talked with the executive director there, Joel Ryder, about some really cool things that they have coming up, especially one at the beginning of December. So we'll share that interview with you. It's something you you don't want to miss. It'll make you feel good. Right. We've got that. We're going to tell you how to win the tickets. Yep. And right now... What are we going to talk about, Betsy, in the last little bit that we've got before right this first segment's now, over? You're going to talk about the cool tool that Our, you have been using pretty much all week, I think. All week. It's a really dumb tool in the sense but of... But it's really handy. Yeah. It's super simple. It's an automatic nail punch. Yeah. Right? So the whole thing mm-hmm. is this little spring-loaded... It looks like a pen. Yeah. And mm-hmm. basically, you would use it... We used it initially where when we made a Plinko board. Everybody knows yeah. what Plinko is, right? Yeah. Bob Barker Mm -hmm. dropped a little chip down, the little puck down, and it bounces Mm -hmm. around all these pegs. Right. We made a Plinko board for our golf outing, Mm -hmm. and we wanted to pop all these little holes in it, like starter holes for the drill bit. We didn't want the drill bit to walk Mm -hmm. out of the spot that we wanted that precise hole. So we measured it all out and used this little Mm -hmm. center punch, this automatic center punch, to pop all these little starter holes, and then the drill bit just sets right in there and drives itself right in. Right. Doesn't skip out of the hole. It was great for that. Right. So great for lots of little things. Mm-hmm. If you're centering, you know, anything where, you, you know, we used it a lot for our upcoming event where we made some table centerpieces and we yeah. made some trays yep. mm-hmm. and we put handles on them. Yeah. So lined up all the handles where we want them, popped all the little holes where the screws needed to go. Mm-hmm. And then we could just run the starter drill bit into there, make the starter hole. Right. Everything was super slick. Mm-hmm. But we also used it to mount some lights on some boxes that we had. Yeah, we have some boxes that are going to be set up kind of, we call it our cabinet of curiosities, but it's to show you color matches and things like that. Some of the things that we can do at Repcolite. And we needed some way to light these boxes because they were pretty dark and we found some very little strip lights like you might find under a cabinet or something like that. um, Battery powered. And it's always a struggle for that kind of stuff and power strips to figure out where exactly you need to put screws so that they mount in there. Right, because the back of it has slots or recessed holes for the screws. Right. And, yeah. They have to be in just the right spot. And there's templates and stuff that you can do. But what we found worked really well was this little tool Mm -hmm. and then just some um, frog tape. Yeah, the yellow frog tape. Frog tape. Put Mm -hmm. the frog tape over the back of the light. Yep. Trace the little spots where the holes are. Mm Mm-hmm. And then transferred that tape onto the surface, used the little center punch to pop the holes, and we didn't need a drill bit at all. We went no. straight to the screws, drove them right in. That's what made it so slick. Right. We didn't have to get a drill out. Mm-mm. And in, in a lot of these situations, in fact, with those uh, trays that we made, too, I wasn't running a lot of starter pilot holes. Right, right. What I did in the beginning. But then I decided I wanted to speed things along, so I thought I'm going to leave that step out. And it worked just fine with the screws that we had. Yeah, it gives you just that little divot in order to put the screw in and hold it so it's not slipping all around on you as you're trying to drive it in. It's just, 
it's not a big tool. It's not an expensive tool, but it's just one of those little handy things that when you get it and use it, you're going to go, oh, yeah, this makes sense. I see why it's important. And here's another reason. I was just watching with the kids uh, reruns of Mythbusters, mm-hmm. and there was an episode where they did a car submerged in water okay. and how to get out of the car and all the pressure on the door. Right. You know, and yeah, how yeah. you can't open a door. Oh, I know where you're going with this. You do? <laughs> I, I'm guessing so. Well, anyway, they tested to see, okay, we can't open the door until the car stabilizes. Right. All right. So what about the window? Can we roll the window down? Mm-hmm. And literally with the pressure coming in uh, of the water on the mm-hmm. glass, you can't roll the window down either. Right. You literally can't do it. Yeah. But they have these little hammers mm-hmm. that are meant to break glass. Right. And that works really well. Do you know the other tool that worked really well? This exact this thing. little center punch. <laughs> so use it for all of your little whatevers. You yes. know, it's, when you've got to mount those little lights, you've got to put right. little handles on uh-huh. cupboards or whatever. And then keep it in your glove box just in case you're <laughs> just ever submerged. Just don't mistake it for the pain. There's a in lot your of pocket. extra water around, Betsy. Yes, and the yes, roads have is. been icy. That that is, yeah. You as might we want all know. this before this this winter's over. That, that is true. Go out and buy yourself one. Just do yourself a favor and be on the safe side. Yeah. Now, when we come back, we'll have that interview with Joel Ryder at Home Repair Services. That's just around the corner. Stay tuned. Helping you turn your house into your dream home. This is the Repco Light Home Improvement Show, presented by Benjamin Moore on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. Kind of. Kind of. Well, we're on the road. It's the Again. on the road edition of the Repcolite Home Improvement Show. This is getting to be a fun little thing that we do. Well, it is fun, but it has been a little crazy trying to find mm. places that will actually let us in and sit <laughs> we're down just and ran- talk with us. On random doors. Yeah. <laughs> we're in the offices at Home Repair Services of Kent County, mm-hmm. and we're here with Joel Ryder, the executive director. Joel, thanks for spur of the moment letting us in. <laughs> I broke down. I saw you guys out looking through the window, fogging you up the glass. You felt sorry for us. Little yeah. tears coming down yeah. my face. Let's be honest. You saw the top of my head through the window. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. We are delighted to have you here at Home Repair Services. It's fantastic. Yeah, hey, we're, we're happy to be back. We've Betsy, been here a few times. Yeah. Well, we've yeah we've been here. Yeah. We've had Joel on the yeah, show to talk a about number of times. a lot of different things. You're our go-to um interview when we have a live episode yeah have you noticed that i have yeah do you You feel honored about that sort of (laughs) (laughs) we always know you're good for laugh yes (laughs) and And poking fun and you seem to handle handle the live thing okay (laughs) it's really funny though we've talked about it the very first time we met you we came here we sat in this room yes yes we did and you were very serious and then you came for the very first interview. And Dan you're very, was terrified of you in the beginning. Well, you're very professional, and it's <laughs> I don't roll well intimidating. that. Intimidating. Yeah, it's intimidating. Let's just say that. And we got done recording, and everything was very professional. And I turned stop on the recorder, I hit the stop button, and Joel cuts loose. And you're so funny. <laughs> and, and afterwards, I said to Betsy, I never would have guessed. <laughs> and ever since then, we've had a ton of fun. It's the tie. 
<laughs> and I'm so glad be. I wore a tie today, not knowing I would be on the radio. Yeah, see, you look because appearances matter on the radio. It's blue, by the way. Yeah, it's blue. It matches your sweater, or it coordinates. It doesn't Good perfectly match. It just coordinates. Yeah, Joel is wearing a checked. <laughs> That's called argyle. Oh uh, yeah, I knew as soon as I started. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking yeah. about. Anyway, anyway, we've been traveling around trying yeah. to drum up support. Well, inviting a lot of people to mm-hmm. the event that we've got coming up. Turn design on its head next week. Yep. And so it's we're not in our own studio, so we've yeah. taken the studio on the road, mm-hmm. and we wanted to stop here and talk about something that Betsy you saw on the Facebook page. Yeah, Joel, I'm hoping you can tell all of our listeners about it. Um, it's this ramped up thing that's happening in December. It's Giving Tuesday, is it not? Not it, forgiving. It's yes, Giving Tuesday. We had a little discussion about that. Betsy kept <laughs> saying it was Forgiving Tuesday, and I thought that meant some Tuesday coming up was Forgiving Tuesday. It's the time I finally need to get over all my grudges. It's apparently not that, right, Joel? It is not. I'm supposed to, you said, forgive all the time. <laughs> that, that is a goal. Every Tuesday. <laughs> we all should aspire to that. Right. Uh, but actually, Giving Tuesday is uh, in response to Black Friday and mm-hmm. Cyber Monday. So on that next Tuesday after Cyber Monday, it's been set aside as a day to, okay, I've spent some money buying Christmas gifts, etc. Mm-hmm. How do I take some of my resources and give back to the community? Okay. So a uh, number of nonprofits participate, mm-hmm. and uh, we... Uh, we started participating three years ago. Last year, we adopted something called Ramped Up, where we are featuring our work building access ramps for uh, Kent County homeowners who have, have some disabilities uh, and mobility challenges getting in and out of their homes. And so we said, that's a it's fantastic work. It's compelling work. If we could uh, raise some money dedicated to getting those ramps built, maybe two or three more families will receive one of those uh, ramps next year. So uh, it, the cool thing about it, uh, Ramped Up this year, is is there's a match involved. So uh, hmm. if somebody makes a gift of $10, it turns into 20 If they are a returning donor of home repair services, oh. if they are a first-timer, mm-hmm. their gift will be tripled. Wow. So talk about immediate return on investment. Yeah. If you're a first-timer, we want to welcome you to the fold. And uh, we have some great companies like Eastbrook Homes and National Nail Corporation who are going to provide those match funds. And uh, it's up to, it will be up to $6,000 of matching funds. So if we are successful on Tuesday, we'll end up with $12,000 or more. All that right. can be dedicated to getting some access ramps built next year. Now, Joel, I happen to know from having a couple people in my family who have needed ramps built for their homes for access, people think that it's just some wood and how expensive can a ramp really be? But they are fairly expensive, aren't they, to build? To do them the right way. Yes. To do them legally. <laughs> right. Uh, with the right slope. Which is important. <laughs> Which is important. <laughs> we like Critical, in fact. <laughs> in our work, we, we believe in that. Right. Um, but yeah, it's it's probably about $2,500 uh, a ramp on average um, to get the right slope to it and have side rails, mm-hmm. the right material. We always try to design these to where they can end up on concrete 
so often we'll go to a home where they've had a, a makeshift ramp built by mm-hmm. a family member it was right. with good intentions, but they're always too steep, no side rails, and rarely do they extend to a hard surface. Oh. So that person in a chair or using a mobility device is in ending up in mud puddles or on surfaces that are not shovel-friendly, and now we're entering snow season. So really critical that we have them designed right, right. and uh, that they provide safe egress in and out of a home. Now, do you guys do the work in Buildum? Do you have the people here, or do you contract that out, or how does that work? Yeah, so we actually have a, a carpenter who has been doing them for 30 years for us. Oh, wow. uh, he does all the design, gets the permit from the municipality, uh, and then we have a dedicated group of volunteers who do the framing. So they get the holes placed, the posts set. Uh, and get it framed up on day one. And then we will invite volunteer groups in to do the decking and the side rails. Uh, And we get about maybe 30, 35 ramps built a year. I'd say half of those are finished by volunteers. So all of them include a volunteer getting the post set and then uh, about half of them the decking is done. And those that we can't get volunteers for, our, our team does it. Wow, that's incredible. So do you take volunteers? Like if someone says, oh, man, you know, I just I money's really tight for me right now, but I would like to do something. Do you accept volunteers if someone were to call and ask you? Yeah, we are always looking for uh, folks who want to do that kind of work. You know, it's outside. Mm -hmm. Some people really like that. Now we get into November and December. (laughs) It's Uh, really fun. You got to be dedicated. (laughs) Uh, We go till the frost hits the ground. So last year, our last ramp uh, was built in the first week of January. Oh, wow. And then, of course, the next week, the weather turned really cold. Mm-hmm. Polar vertex cold. So, um, but that was that was great. We got all the way into January and got that last ramp built here in the city of Grand Rapids. So, we do go all over Kent County. So, if somebody in northern Kent County or in the south part of the county needs a ramp, it's not just a Grand Rapids thing. We go all over uh, with some great funding partners. So, so how do we just? De- well, we don't decide anything. How do you decide? How does it work out? Who gets the ramps? How do you? Figure that part out. So uh, usually people are referred to us, uh, maybe by another agency or a, a health partner, and um, so we get them qualified in terms of income qualifications. And then uh, Disability Advocates of Kent County is a tremendous nonprofit partner with us. They do come in and do a home assessment with their their OT people, and uh, so we're not just looking at getting someone in and out of their home, but we're also taking a scan of what's it look like when they're in the home. Okay, uh, do we need some doorways widened? Uh, uh, grab bars added in key spots, etc. And they do a tremendous service for us because they put a rating on the ramp as to how critical it is so we can help sort out who needs the next one. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So if somebody's situation is a little less pressing, we can put them on the back burner, so to speak, a little bit. And if somebody rises to the top, then that helps us sort out, you know, worst is first in, in our world. Right. right. Okay. So Forgiving Tuesday is every Tuesday. And you guys can start forgiving. And it doesn't even have to be Tuesday. It could be every day. I think it's any time is really good for that. But Giving Tuesday is the Tuesday after... December 3 this year. We have mm-hmm. a late, late Thanksgiving, so uh, everything's backed up a little bit. So no, that is the day that you're That's having the your fundraiser? That's the day where we go live uh, online with Giving Tuesday, a uh, ramped up campaign for home repair services. That will be live on all your social media pages, on your website? That'll Website, Facebook. All right. Absolutely. We'll have it out loud and broad. 
Joel, we are hitting the end of this segment, and I did want to talk about some of the other cool things that you guys have coming up, things that you are doing, some changes mm-hmm. that are happening. Do you have time to hang with us over the break? Absolutely. Actually, actually can we stay here over the break? It's cold outside. Do you mind if we just hang out here I've for a few I've had enough minutes? of you. Could you leave? <laughs> can I stay? Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Betsy will be here. I'll be broadcasting from outside in just a minute. Stay tuned. Take your DIY skills up a rung. The Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. And we're back. Yeah. The office, what what office is this, Joel? This is our boardroom. We're in the boardroom. That sounds very professional yes, and very grown up. Home Repair Services of Kent County. We're visiting with Joel Ryder, the executive director. He's letting us hang out in his boardroom. Thanks, Joel. You're welcome. And we just talked about a an initiative that you've got coming up in a, a December 3, mm-hmm. ramped up. If you missed that go back and listen to the podcast because if I <laughs> yes. say it now it's it's just like redoing everything yes yes but right now what we want to talk about are some of the interesting things that you mentioned that you've got coming up you're making some changes or expanding your what did you call it? it's it's the your fix it school the fix it school. you guys That's, came and took one of our workshops uh, yeah. a year or so ago and spent time in the fix it we school. passed with flying colors we were some of the better students i'm pretty sure <laughs> it was so much fun we learned so many different things and you know they set aside whatever two hours or whatever for the school People had so many questions, and the instructor said, I will be here until every question is answered. There are not many places you're going to get that. So I cannot recommend to people enough you come out to these things. It's really cool. Well, and it was because so many of the things that they covered, you know, there were so many things. So there was a big chunk. Okay. We were aware of Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. And then there's another great big chunk of things that, oh, I didn't think about that. I didn't think Mm -hmm. about that. And this year, as I haven't done some of those things, I did remember (laughs) and think, oh, yes, I'm supposed to be doing these things as well. Today, you've got a a fix-it school on plaster and drywall repair, correct? Yeah. So we spend a couple hours uh, teaching people how to uh, make a repair, a proper repair, to maybe the time that doorknob goes a little too hard against the wall and punctures the the sheetrock or the plaster, Mm -hmm. how you can actually patch that. In my house, I would hang a picture over it. <laughs> Got a lot low. of pictures scattered all over <laughs> yeah. the place. Toddlers would appreciate it. Uh-huh. Uh, there is a way to do it the right way. And, uh, and so we teach that. And uh, every student has a prop. So you actually take a hammer and you bust a hole in the drywall. It's the first step of the class. And at the end of two hours, you will actually have properly uh, cut out a piece to, to float back in there. And we'll show you how to tape it and mud it. And you'll practice it. And we think that's the best way to teach people home maintenance skills is to try it here first before you try it at home. And so it's all hands-on. And we always think it's a tremendous way to learn in community because the person next to you is going to ask the question you didn't think of or didn't dare ask. Mm-hmm. So you'll benefit from each other's questions and each other's knowledge and experience. So We had one guy in our class who was like gold. Because he asked a bazillion questions. Yeah. He asked every question I ever had. And so I didn't have to say anything. I just sat there and looked like I knew. But I was writing furiously. Yeah, you should see his pages of notes. Uh, yeah. 
So you guys, you're expanding now. So Explain our, about our that a workshops bit. are so successful. Um, Is it because over, we've plugged them I, so I much? I think it's probably tied. Mm-hmm. I told yeah. you, Betsy. Brief. It's us. Catalysts. Uh-huh. You guys are catalysts. Right. You guys do your part, too. I don't want you to feel like you're not. <laughs> Thank but you. We just want to get things out there. We with. just fan the flames. <laughs> We're catalysts. <laughs> <laughs> so we, uh, we've been bursting at the seams, uh, which we celebrate and we love. Uh, but our fix-it school probably accommodated up to about 20 mm-hmm. comfortably. Mm-hmm. And um, we've been getting over 30 on wow. Saturday, which, again, we're, we're thrilled about. So uh, we have a little, we ran a little campaign this year. That's our 40th year as a nonprofit. And uh, so we've raised a little money dedicated to uh, expanding the Fix-It School by 50%. Wow. And so that project is underway. We hope to have it wrapped up maybe by the end of January. And we'll just have more space, more tables, more props, and be able to accommodate even more DIYers. And it's just been fun to watch the interest in DIY. Um, people saying, I want to figure it out and try it. Well, it's, this is a place you can do it. Exactly. And and the building or the room that you, we did this in, mm-hmm. I mean, you've got a lot of interesting components to that room, like a half-finished wall over here and where we can see what's going on mm-hmm. behind the drywall. Yeah, or, I always tell people it's not that we ran out of money. <laughs> <laughs> it was intentional. In we my wanted, house, it's yeah. because I ran out of money. But here, oh. we, we want to do yeah, it. Yeah, we want to show people what's behind the sheetrock in my house mm-hmm. so they don't have to tear it off to find out. Right. right. They can actually see see it uh, and see up into the attic space and, and look at trusses and and see some of those kind of items they wouldn't normally get to see. And again, in the context of education, so the, the workshop you took, you know, answer every question that came his way. And uh, sometimes those visuals that we have in the room mm-hmm. uh, spark questions, which is great. Now, the classes are free. And they're open to, because you've even had people travel in from Indiana, right? We do. It's so not limited to Kent County. This is one, one program of ours that's open to anybody who wants to show up. So if you come from Ottawa County, Muskegon County, Nuego, wherever you may come from, uh, and no need to call in or reserve a spot, we literally have people walk in, sit down, and, and take, take the workshop. And it's absolutely free because we've got great sponsors for them. And they're going every Saturday? Every Saturday, but holiday weekends. Okay. So uh, we do, do make sure you check the uh, website site or, or like us and follow us on uh, Facebook because then we post them as events. So we also take these workshops out into the community. So sometimes you'll find one in your neighborhood. Well, and, uh, and you do a few evening ones as well, don't you? They're not fix-it schools per se, but you teach a lot of other things. We do. We take the fix-it school on the road. Um, kind of like we've taken our show <laughs> on the road. Well played, Yes, <laughs> yes we take it to the Croc Center as one of our uh, partners agencies, uh, North Kent Connect up in Rockford. Uh, we say to partner agencies, if you can fill a room of 10 or more students, we will bring the show to you because what we see happen is we get into sp- in spots of, of the county where people are not familiar with us. Mm-hmm. And when they've sampled and the, tasted the value of the workshops, we see them on a Saturday. It doesn't seem quite as far to drive. Um, so we love doing that as well. So it just opens it up to more and more people who want to, again, get into the DIY space the right way. And why is that important? I always think that's interesting because you've got a great philosophy that when you empower homeowners and DIYers and get them working on their homes and making those changes, all the, what, what you see out of that. Talk uh, about that philosophy. Know, I think the biggest, the biggest byproduct of it is uh, with some confidence. 
people begin to think I can do even more. So if they've taken one workshop and they've had some success, uh, that will spawn more and more. And then people start going through our kitchen remodel program. And once they've done a kitchen, there's not much left that feels mm-hmm. intimidating in terms of their home, um, which is great. And uh, the other thing we see is pride. You cannot uh, underestimate when somebody finishes a project the right way and they're proud of it, what that does and how they carry themselves through the rest of their life, and, and especially with children. Children are watching parents succeed in using their hands in ways that they didn't even think possible. Uh, there's a powerful impact there. That is awesome. Yeah, there's so much good that happens out of that. I mean... I finish sometimes projects the wrong way, and I'm still pretty proud because <laughs> got all my digits. Well, you've been finishing a lot of projects recently in the We've past been, uh, month or so. And there is this huge level mm-hmm. of pride. And and the thing that I think is so interesting is when you've accomplished something that when you started, maybe it seemed too big. Yeah. You know, For me, it's some car repair or something. And when you realize you can do that, just how... Mm-hmm. really op- eye-opening that is because there's so much more that you can accomplish and you go because you've talked to us about some different stories of people who've been in this remodel together program and they've done their kitchens and then it's just expanded through their whole house and the pride that comes from that and the betterment of their mm-hmm. lifestyle that comes from that. I mean, everything improves. So you have a better space to enjoy while you're living there and then if you talk to real estate professionals, like if you invest in a new kitchen, let's say when you sell you'll recapture about 70% of of your investment. Of course, in a DIY project, the investment is materials, uh, but if you were to pay a contractor in Kent County to remodel your kitchen, you're looking at about $23,000 on average right now. So there's a significant equity if that's 70% of that 23,000 less the material cost, which in our case is well under $5,000 in most of the projects we do, you can see a dramatic mm-hmm. rise in value all the while you're enjoying a better space. There's so much good stuff that you guys do mm-hmm. here. A couple of things that, you know, I'm going to work on you with. <laughs> I'm joking. I just oh, got to do that. Grief. That's kind of what I do. I don't have anything for real, so it's all blow. And this is exactly why Joel looks so professional when you first met him. <laughs> I know. I, just fighting that out. Every time we interview people that are, and everybody we interview feels so professional compared, compared to me. Compared to you. Oh, I just feel like a little kid. Uh, but anyway, yeah, there's sometimes. so much that you do that's so interesting. Joel, how do people find out more about it? So, uh, best way is to go to our website, homerepairservices.org, or again, find us on Facebook. Uh, A lot of folks are joining us and following us there, and it's just a tremendous way to keep track of our work and our workshops. I should also mention before we we, uh, stop is uh, the workshops on Saturdays and our Remodeling Together program is not income-restricted. So, anybody who uh, wants to better themselves, regardless of their income, or asset levels, we're interested in talking to them and working with them. It's all about the DIY piece, and uh, so just want to make sure people know. It's cool. Like it is Betsy very said cool. at the beginning, we sat through one of them and mm-hmm. came away with so much information. Right. And just another quick reminder that the Giving Tuesday and the Ramped Up program is happening December 3rd, so mark your calendars for that. Joel, do they go to Facebook and your regular website if they want to donate? Is that the best way to do that? Yeah, just go to okay. our website, and there's a donate button on that, and uh, we can facilitate it from there. You'll go directed right to uh, the ramped up landing page and uh, we're excited that's giving tuesday for giving is is good every day every single day joel thanks for being here thanks for thanks for letting (laughs) these 
stay here. Joel, can you forgive me for half of what I said earlier? Thanks for you, letting us stay. We're going to head out now. You are forgiven. All right. Thanks. Awesome. All Thanks right. for coming by, guys. We really appreciate it. Now, when we come back, we'll tell you how you can win those free tickets to the color and design event of the decade. That's coming up next. Stay tuned. If you want to take your DIY skills up a rung, the Repco Light Home Improvement Show is here to give you a boost on News Radio Wood 1300 and 1069 FM. Well, here we go, Betsy. We're back. We are. In the final leg of this, this long journey. Yes, pretty soon we can actually get out of the car and have people quit staring at us. <laughs> oh my goodness, it is so hot. This is one of those things I wish this car had. What do they call that? The dual. Dual, yes. Yeah. Because dual controls because my... Your requirements for heat are way different <laughs> than mine. You're yeah, bundled you... up in a winter coat uh-huh. with the heat cranked. I'm yes. down to my t-shirt <laughs> and I am sweating up a You're storm. You're like my dog with your head hanging out oh the window. Oh my goodness. It is hotter than the blazes in here. Yeah. But we're winding it up. We are. It's been a weird... Weird little week, trying yeah. to promote this event, uh-huh. trying to get as much done. We stopped and saw tons of architects and designers and yeah. painting contractors and furniture people, invited and flooring them people to our professional edition of the event. Yes, for yeah. people in the industry, which is on the actually on the fourteenth. Mm-hmm. But the DIY edition that we're talking about and selling tickets for is the thirteenth, and right. we're going to tell you at the end of this segment. How you can win some tickets to that. Yeah, you're only about, what, seven minutes away from that? So Seven minutes away from sheer joy. <laughs> it's right. going to be the moment for 10 people out there. Yeah. It's going to be the moment of their year. Well, technically 20 people. What did you just drop? That was my phone falling just dropped on your the phone. floor. <laughs> Ignore the noises that happen when you're sitting in a car recording. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyway, anyway, what we want to talk about in this last little bit, though, is an interesting conversation that you and I had, and it really just centers around this whole idea of the importance of design. See, yeah. a lot of us tend to sometimes think that design is maybe something for architects or mm-hmm. something for people out there, and right. it is. Yeah. But it's definitely accessible for everybody. Good design is important right. for every single project, no matter what it is, mm-hmm. and we ran into an instance where we definitely saw the importance of it. Yeah, I don't remember. I think that place that we were in where this conversation happened when we left, I think it was an architecture firm, Mm -hmm. actually. And as we walked out, all I could tell you was, I wish I worked there. It was the coolest place. You know, you always assume that an architecture firm is going to be very professional because what they do is very professional. Mm -hmm. You know, it's much like a lot of businesses. We have this feeling that we want to portray. And while it felt professional, it all felt so fun and different. And I, I could only think in this building, they have turned my ideas of design and what an architecture firm is completely on its head. So go back and tell us why. You've got to describe the room. Well, first of all, when you walk up, it it seems like, okay, this is just 
you know, kind of an intriguing building, intriguing shapes, and, you know, they have this bright yellow color. Okay, no big deal. And then you walk into what is their lobby area, and there are different colors, bright colors, primary colors of carpet squares on the floor. And then you look out over their balcony into the area where everyone is working, and there is this giant, I cannot even tell you how big this staircase is mm-hmm. that's across the room from you. And it's covered in strips of different colors. I think there's four different colors on the steps going up. And it just made me want to run up and down them <laughs> because it just looks like it's such a fun place to work. And there are surprising lights. When I walk when you in this um lobby area Mm -hmm. the lights to me felt like something you would find in an old mine or something you know those ones with the metal kind of cage around them and they hang really low it was a completely odd element it's not something i would have thought of in this setting all kinds of exterior sculptures right in the middle reminded me of owls i don't really know what they were (laughs) yes but like you said it was incredibly professional Uh uh-huh it had this industrial kind of a, a feel to it. Yeah, a little bit. And yet really, really fun. But a very fun industrial. Feel. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It? Yeah. But it what, really was. What it did in the end, oh boy, there's security. <laughs> coming to get us. If, I'm if waiting Ma- for them to knock on the window. <laughs> if mall security comes, we're going to interview them. And yeah. we'll, we'll wrap the show up that Absolutely. way. He's got his lights on. Is he coming? No, he's oh, going Oh, he the just other went way. the other way. Shoot. <laughs> anyway, it was so much fun. And, and the thing that we learned from that, or that we came away from yeah. that with, is that every space needs mm-hmm. to be focused on and thought about. Mm-hmm. And the design really, really matters because it's what brings people in. It's what makes people want to stay. Mm-hmm. It's what makes your customers leave with a great attitude or a great perspective right. on what you're selling, what you're offering. Well, it just, it made me feel very comfortable in that space. It wasn't stuck up. It wasn't stuffy. It was just one of those places where you thought, oh, they do some really cool things in here and you know i want to be a part of whatever it is that they do in here well we've talked about that before that design good design in an office or in in a setting Mm -hmm. like this can make uh, the people who are working there more productive i mean all of that plays out but now let's spin it towards homes right how does this how does this apply to anybody in in their own space well, it's got to be a space that you want to live in. You know, we talk about the color trends and things like that. And while that's nice, if you don't like the colors that are trending, what does it matter? Because you're not going to be comfortable in your home. You're not going to be happy there. And it's where you have to live. So you have to find things that are your own personality and don't worry about what other people think and what other people say and push yourself a little outside of, you know, okay, this is safe for me. Right. Now, you say that, but, you know, I got to think that a lot of people are wondering how many people decorate their homes in ways that they don't like. Oh, there are a number. (laughs) There are a ton of them. And it's so surprising. We see it all the time at Repcolite where they don't like the colors they're picking. They're unsure of how to try some of these other colors or how to bring them in. You know, I really want to try this really light blue or an aqua color or you name it. They want to try something else. I'm sick of beige. I'm sick of gray. But they also, there's some people who just really resonate towards older color schemes. And they feel really bad picking colors that 
aren't mm-hmm. current or aren't right. trending. Yeah. And so they, they avoid mm-hmm. that. They, right. they abandon those choices and go to right. something else. But yet that's, that's not the way to do it. Mm-mm. That's not the way to create a space that you want to be in. That's not a right. way to create a space that you love hanging out in. And basically, that's going to be what we're trying to help you accomplish at our upcoming event, Turn Design on Its Head, coming up November 13. And to get as many people there as possible, Mm -hmm. and to make as much fun out of this as possible, we're going to give away 10 pair of tickets right now. Betsy, tell everybody how they're going to win tickets. Well, Or at least 10 people. 10 people are going to win 10 pairs. The first 10 people to email us will get two tickets each. That's that's, a much clearer way to say it. So that's 20 total tickets, but 10 people will get two tickets apiece. Yes. So you need to email us at radio at repcolite.com. Yes. If you can attend the November 13 event at Sunnybrook Country Club in Granville. Yes, it's this upcoming Wednesday, 6 to 8 o'clock. However, if you choose to stay and ask questions, I can't make you leave at 8. We will stay until the last <laughs> question is answered. We promise that. Yes. Just like the Mike. people at Joel's yes. fix-it classes. Right. Anyway, if you want to win those tickets, email radio at repcolite.com. The first 10 listeners to get emails out to us mm-hmm. will each get a pair of tickets to that. The rest of you can buy your tickets online at repcolite.com. And remember, everybody who attends, even the free winners, are going to get a $10 gift certificate to Repcolite Paints amongst all kinds of other amazing things. Well, yes, of course. I'm Dan Hansen. And I'm Betsy Thompson. Remember, if you're about to lose your DIY sanity, we can help you fix that crazy. And if we can look this good recording radio in a Ford Transit in a mall <laughs> parking lot, just think what we can help you do with your home. It's going to be phenomenal. It is. Thanks for listening.